Before we begin our podcast, we'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land we're recording on. For Cass, it's the Borogagal people, and for Haley, it's the Dharawal people. After 10,000 years, I'm free. It's time to conquer Earth. Hi there. This is not Jennifer Coolidge, and that was my audition for Rita Repulsa in the new Power Rangers Gay Force. It's all full of homosexuals. Anyways, I'm not sure if I can talk about that. So in the meantime, listen to Drag Me Out Official and talk about that with your friends. This video is not sponsored by Jennifer Coolidge or Power Rangers, but supported by a flaming Midwestern homosexual with nothing better to do at this time. And listen to the podcast, dumbass. Now, a quick word from our unsponsored sponsors. Do you want to go to sleep with a different celebrity every night? Do you ever think of smothering someone, but your pillow is too basic? Then we have the perfect pillowcases for you. Hero Huggers by Rennie. Hero Huggers by Rennie encourages testing on animals. According to the scientists at Drag Me Out University, they have proven results that people who purchase Hero Huggers by Rennie improve their sleep by 83.768%. Phones are ringing off the hook with orders, so get yours now. Or alternatively, go to Hero Huggers by Rennie on Etsy. Sleep soundly knowing your heroes are right next to you. Hero Hookers by Rennie, where heroes lie. No animals were harmed during the making of this commercial. No one at Drag Me Out official has a science degree, but they have watched things about Scientology. No research has been done to support these statistics except our own biased opinion. Pillow not included. Alrighty. Here we go. Here we In three, two, one. Welcome everybody to Drag Me Out. My name is Cass. My name's Haley. We're going to talk shit. Maybe the episode, maybe an hour. Maybe it won't be. Depends on how much shit we, that we actually have to verbally bring up. It's in Haley's hands. Should mention it's going to be a little bit different. Obviously, we don't have a drag race episode to review because we're having a few, a few weeks break. We're going to just talk about other stuff. And Cass, tell me about your week because my week's going to be like three hours long. So you go your week first. Okay. So it was uh, first week back at work. Mm -hmm. uh, it was the short week because I had the usual Friday off. Uh, spent the majority of the week catching up on all of the stuff that I missed out on. Uh, bought a couple of things off Marketplace and managed to not get murdered. Um, Always a good week. It, Staying alive is a win, right? Yeah. Uh, so got a tiny, tiny, it's not tiny. It's uh, decent sized little coffee table and picked up some chairs for the booth. So I had to drive to this little shitty street in Waverley to pick up the chairs. Uh, she was a piece of work. Lemon, her name was. Lemon. Uh, got those and then the table was a feat in itself okay um Cass has got fantastic negotiation skills as it turns out did not pay full price for either one of them 
uh, but the coffee table. So he had to drive out to Irmington out near Homebush. And the agreement was for a specific time. And the dude put his address down. And so we pull up dead on time. And we look and it's our complex. So he only gave us a street address. So I go like this. I go, send him a message. Go, we're here. What number is it? And he doesn't answer. But he did say that his wife will be there. And I got to the point where I was getting the shit and I was going to bang on every single door until I actually had to walk up a driveway that had a pole in it. So I couldn't drive up, but I had to walk up it. That was almost literally at a 90 degree angle. (laughs) Right. So I get to the top of it and it was like um, a never ending packet of Tim Tams. Like there were just townhouses and houses as far as the eye could see. It was ridiculous. And so I sent another message going, hello, <laughs> like someone want to fucking answer? Like he wasn't answering at all. And so he sends this message with a phone number and a ring and she goes, hello. And I went, yeah, I'm, I'm here to pick up the coffee table. Oh, you're supposed to turn up. At-? And she said the time and I went, no. She goes, I, for- I forgot he actually said it was going to be, I'm not there. I'll come get you. I'm like, because I'm here. Like, tell me the tell me the place number. She goes, I'm not there. I thought you come at a special time. I come and get you. And I'm like, okay. So then I had to wait another, um, excuse me, another 10 minutes for her to turn up. And then she takes me into the car park. Now, it, it, I told you, it never ended a packet of Tim Tams. This car park was big enough for 70 cars. And old mate had his weights in his hand and he was walking around the car park doing laps. That's how big it was. (laughs) You know, a complete circuit was like 200 meters. If he was just going to do a circuit of the driveway part. So, um, we got that and we got it all sorted out. And, oh, oh, so on Thursday night, mummy and I went to the football. Mm -hmm. Uh, that was good because the Rabbitohs won. Spoiler alert. Um, and so that was good. It was fun. Yeah. And tomorrow I'm going to do a geeky thing. I'm going to the local movie cinema near us and going to see the 4k digitally remastered Superman one and two with Christopher Reeve. Ugh, couldn't pay me enough to do that. Don't, 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 because Superman is one of my earliest memories of going to the movies, you know, so is that when there was silent and people had to make music? Yeah, don't shit on my childhood, <laughs> bitch. Well, we, you know what? When we used to go to the movies, the State Theatre used to be a movie cinema complex as well, mm. and it would be the ones where you would go for, like, matinees and whatnot, and they'd have an intermission where the organ would come out of the stage and there'd be someone playing the organ. So. You're old. Okay. Simpler times. What about you? I don't know where let's, to start. Let's just go alphabetical, work your way down. Go, actually, no, go day, day-wise. Start from Monday, work your way down. All right. Well, considering I have no idea what the days are anyway, we'll just start with what I remember first. So my youngest, obviously, well, not obviously, but he ended up in hospital this week. He just got a virus. He um, had a seizure because he got so hot. And so we had to go to hospital. So I've got a hospital story on it. And lighter note, he's doing okay now. He's still got a bit of a temperature, but we're managing it and he's mm. getting better. Bad so baby, 
quick hospital story because we know we love those. I was waiting. I was on the bed and he was on top of me um, in, as we got out of the ambulance. We were just sort of in that little waiting area between when they put you before you go into like a, a ward of any yep. type. And so we were listening. I was listening to one of the nurses because I didn't have my phone on me. It was in my bag behind me and I couldn't reach it. So I had to like actually look at people. And so I was listening to one of the nurses sort of doing like the triage of people like that they had in the little hallway. And I didn't realize I'm going to call her Lisa. I can't remember her name, but he's telling the story and he's like, well, we found Lisa behind a police station. She's very intoxicated. And then I didn't realize that Lisa was sitting cause she was sort of around the corner and that guy was straight ahead. So I, I didn't see that she was sitting there while he was talking about her. And then I just hear this, oh, Lisa, how much have you had to drink? And she's like, not much. And then the guy's like, we found a goon bag next to you. And then he's like, how much is in a goon bag? And then everyone's going, I don't know how much is in a goon bag. And then the two Ambos that were with, standing with us, like, I don't know. I'm like, I think it's like four or five four liters. Four liters, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think you get them in like three to five liters, something like that. Like I, th- I think there is different sizes. So she had a substantial amount of alcohol. Is it was it equivalent to two bottles of tuna <laughs> per week, just like the Queen Mother? Well, that's one point five liters, forty proof. Mm-hmm. I think they are twenty proof. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we sell forty proof here. Anyway, mm-hmm. so I thought that was funny. I was like, oh, she must be like the Queen Mother. Um, anyway, so that's my hospital story. So the other one is my in law sent me a message saying, oh, you got a card delivered here. Um, we'll send it down with your husband when he comes up and he brought it home and I opened it up and I get this. This go is MasterCard. a Latitude, Latitude Financial Go MasterCard. Love the card. It's actually really pretty. Never yeah. applied for it. But what I do remember is I got an email a couple months ago that Latitude's been hacked. Yeah, I got it too. So I think someone's applied for a credit card in my name. Cause this is my old address from four years ago. And that's when I was with latitude. Yeah. Um, Cause we paid it off and closed the account. So, yep. and I tried to call them on Friday. I got that horrible elevator music for about 35 minutes. And all of a sudden the line just went quiet yep. and no one yep. answered. Apparently they're dealing with a massive hacking issue at the moment. So to get through is just ridiculous. I don't think, Unless you have the physical card, I don't think you can activate it. No, because you need to put the four, last four digits of yeah, the card Yeah, you in. need the number. Yeah. Um, and they won't send that through email or anything like that, will they? No, but isn't there a number on the card? Um, To contact, yeah. No, 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 no. As in a card number, like a five. Yeah, yeah, there's number. a card number. Yeah. That's what- so to act- activate it, you need to have the last four digits of the card. Okay, perfect. Right. Well, yeah. I'm not activating it. I don't want another credit card, but it is really pretty. Can we? I, I it, want... it is. I had one of those when I was yeah. in my uh, debt era. Mm-hmm. Um, I had one, and I think part of the reason why I got it was because it looked pretty, <laughs> <laughs> and then the money that was in it looked even better. Yeah, yeah. So that that's that part of my week. Now, I ordered a bunch of t-shirts for oh, us. the t-shirt story. Finally, yeah. yes. Yeah. So I ordered a bunch of t-shirts for us for drag expo to wear for the days that we're there um so from t-shirt junction Mm -hmm. anyway so they arrived on friday but friday afternoon anyway so in them was our our merch and then i received which if you can't see it can you see it 
anyway, not really. I'll put up the photo um, up the top of what the what this looks like. Uh, so anyway, spoiler alert, I actually tried to covet it when she sent me the photo and the message, but she wouldn't let me have it. Anyway, no. please. So it says, for those who are listening, it says on the front, it's got Tor D, capital D. It's got Sizzler, like the logo of Sizzler, and then it's got 2023. Now, yeah, on the, Tour de Sizzler. Yeah, Tour de Sizzler. Yeah. So then, and then on the back, it has Hathead, New South Wales. Apparently, that's a place. Didn't know that until now. And it's right. got four photos of the Ran- random dudes, middle aged gentlemen. Let's let's yeah. go with that. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, all right, this is giving me a little bit of information. So. Mm-hmm. I, it's like Friday day and I was like, or Friday afternoon. I'm like, even if I email the company, they're not, no one's going to get back to me. So I was like, mm. look, maybe I'll do some sleuthing. Mm. So I joined and I'll do this in chronological order, how my uh, investigation went. So I went onto Facebook and I joined, uh, I actually messaged Hathead Triath- Triathlon Club. Cause I was like, maybe it's a club. Right. Maybe they printed off for a club. And I, I sent them a message with the photos. I said, so I ordered something online through T-Junction and got this by mistake. Is this anything to do with your club? And they said, no, not us. But I do remember a heap of people that camp here wearing these last year as a memorial for someone that passed, I think. So I, okay, no oh. worries. I'll keep trying to find the owner. So then I messaged Hathead Bowling and Recreation Club. Yep. Um, same thing. Hello, thank you for your honor. Oh, that's just a form message. Never mind. That when they actually go back to me, it says, No, sorry, that don't they don't look familiar. Were they posted to you? And then I said, Yes. Um, was going to see if I could find the owner. They said, maybe try posting on Hathead Community Facebook page. So I said, Okay, let's yep. join Hathead Community Facebook page. So I joined the page. I posted the photos of the shirts that said, Does anyone know the owner? I'm happy to post it out. It probably only cost me like ten bucks to post it. Whatever. I, I don't mind. Yeah. So I get this message at 6.36. So this is at, I posted this at about 3 o'clock in the afternoon. This is at 6.36 at night. Mm-hmm. Hi, Haley. Thank you for posting. This is from Nicole. Hi, Haley. Thank you for posting. I know the people and the story behind this shirt. It was meant to be sent to such and such to my husband, Stuart, who features in the image and had a catch up with his mate at this address. Stuart's number is blah, blah, blah. Happy to repay for posting. Thanks so much, Nicole and Stuart. I wrote, I will post it on Monday. Um, thanks for letting me know. And I'll let you know when I post it. Um, and then Stuart writes back from Nicole's account. Hi, Stuart here. Thanks so much. If you can send to our address. And I was like, no worries. I can do that. Sorry to bother you again. Can I check how many shirts you received? And I said, only one. I only received one shirt. Um, anyway, so then I get a message from Gordon. Love Gordon. He sends me a message. Hi, Haley. My name is Gordon. I'm not going to say his last name. And I'm the person that actually ordered this T-shirt. I guess you have been speaking with my friend, um, Stuart and Nicole. I actually ordered four in different colors, but I understand that you only got one. Anyway, I've sent the company an email. Hopefully they will sort it out. Sorry for the inconvenience. All right, that's okay. Yes, I only received the green one. To be honest, I was super psyched to be a part of the Tortoise Sizzler 2023. <laughs> But I will post it out to the correct address on Monday. <laughs> Me and my friend, we really want to be a part of your club. We want the shirts to you. Um, he wrote, thank you so much. You are now an honorary member of Tour de Congratulations. It's Aww. so weird. I've sent an email to the company. Hopefully they will just send me all four to my correct address. So I'm sure they will. It's their mistake. And oh my God, I wasn't prepared for, 
prepared for this. I don't have a speech ready. I just want to thank the company <laughs> for their mistake and me ordering at the right time to receive this high honor. I wrote on another unrelated note, I have a podcast with my friend and this is going in it. (laughs) Um, What's the origins of the shirt? Yeah. And he wrote, we just had a reunion with our friend Stuart, whose nickname is Sizzler because he ate there once in 1994, I think. Funny thing about nicknames, you never really know where they come from. Anyway, he lives near Hathead and a couple of his old mates and I decided to have a boys weekend together to talk about old times. The t-shirts were meant to be a surprise, but this is funnier. Then he tried to call me and I missed it. So I said, sorry, did you mean to call me? I was just in the other room. He goes, yes, do you have a quick sec? So I I chatted to him on Facebook um, calls, whatever. And he just sort of said, look, basically what he just previously had said he's a lovely gentleman he had an american accent and um so he's like just let me sort it out you can probably keep the shirt oh yes wow that's a good story that's a feel-good story yeah so i did i did email the company um to say hey i got the shirt and it was um i wrote what i'd sent what i got sent um and then she, Jermaine, Jermaine from T-Junction, she wrote, thank you for getting in touch once again. We appreciate your efforts to find the rightful owner of the shirt. You are simply amazing. Thanks, Jermaine. Gordon, the owner of this shirt, also sent us an email regarding the shirt. I checked our production logs and I see that a large army color staple tee was rejected by when it was checked. It might be the same shirt, blah, 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 blah. Um, for now, please keep the shirt. I will update you after Monday. Thank you so much. Oh, feel good story. So yeah, so that's my shirt gate of 2023 and I'm going to wear this and people are like, what does this mean? And I'll be like, and, and who are those four dudes on your back? Yeah. Um, I'm toward the sizzler, bitch. <laughs> yeah. I'm the mascot. Yeah. I No, I'm really tempted to like get an iron on of my face. And then just <laughs> iron it next to them and then post it. <laughs> That's a good story. Yeah, so that was my that was my, you fi- my you week. You finally made a friend. Cheers to you. I know. A lot of hat heads. Possibly four. Possibly, Possibly four, four friends. For life. I could yeah. go to I could go to their twenty twenty four catch up. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. They'll be like, who the fuck are you? You go, Well, you don't remember me from last year's catch up? <laughs> I'm poor to Sizzler, bitch. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Mm. So what I wanted to do, for, instead of my musings, I wanted yep. to ask you a couple questions. I feel people know my idiosyncrasies because idiosyncrasies, is that how you say it? Synchronicity? I don't know. What, however you say it. Idiosyncrasies? Yeah, I said it right the first time. Okay. Yeah. So, but I want people to know yours. Do I have any? So I'm just going to ask you one, two, three, four, five questions. Okay. You, you answer them to the, the best of your ability. And tell the truth? Yeah, they're not really invasive. Like Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, number one, do you have any weird superstitions? Yes. Elaborate. Oh, uh, before I put a, a sock or a shoe on, I tap my foot on the floor three times. Is that because there's no place like home? What is going on? Nope. Nope. Just always have. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Anymore? Always. I do the foot tap three times before I put a sock on. Mm-hmm. And then when I put the sock on, I do the tap three times again and put the shoe on. Both feet. 
Right. Um, happened 12 times here. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, when I'm feeling, I, I just scratched my forehead now, but when I'm feeling stressed, I have a tendency to rub my fingers across my forehead. Oh, can you see? See how there's. That's right. You're covered in the crater. Look at you just walking around constantly surprised. Like, sorry, I didn't mention this last time, but I did got, get Botox. She got some botulism injected into her face. It takes about two weeks to kick in fully. So right now I've lost a lot of movement in my forehead. Mm. Loving it. Loving it. Okay. Love it. Well done, you. I know. Yeah. This is who I am now. Anyway, okay. So question number two, mm-hmm. what's something most people like but you don't understand? Harry Styles. Oh, I thought you said you like Harry Styles. I don't. I, I, I like Harry Styles. I don't understand why little and even older women have fallen all over themselves over him. Yeah, I don't get oh, that either. Oh, oh, oh. And Ed Sheeran. I don't get it. Look, he's part of my team, so I have to support him no matter what he does. The Ringer team? Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I'm, I'm actually – my hair's a bit wet now, but like I've got the ranger. I got a mum who's a ranger. Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I come from my head, Sharon. I have to. I can understand. Um, and I don't understand uh, the fascination with Ryan Gosling. I don't find him attractive at all. No, nope. I think it's and like in that movie, he's a fucking stalker in the Notebook. I've never watched it. Don't Manipulative stalker. Just saying. Watch it. So yeah, I don't I don't uh get that. I don't understand. There's actually a lot of stuff I don't understand that people get. Okay. Um but yeah. Question number three. Yes. What would you do if you were invisible for a day? I think the better question would be what wouldn't I do? <laughs> because well, your possibilities are endless. Possibilities are endless, aren't they? Oh, what would I do if I was invisible for a day? Um, just a day? Yeah, just a day. I'm not going to say anything like go into like bathrooms and stalk, what? like check out people and stuff. Like that's just that's whatever. Weird. No, but that's what people would do. They'd be like, oh, I'm going to go to a cheerleader's dressing room and check out all the tits and stuff. No. Um, what would I do if I was invisible for a day? Ooh. You know what I'd do? I just I just worked it out because mm-hmm. um, I could do the whole thing, like go into a bank, rob it, that kind of stuff. What I would do is I would go to somewhere like Sydney Opera House while the symphony was playing and then just as they're playing their violins and cellos and stuff, just pull it. <laughs> <laughs> pull the boat. <laughs> just walk up to the drummer on the, big, um, on the big kettle drum and just like start banging my hand on it. <laughs> And showing a whole concert out of whack. I would probably do something like that. Or well, that, just that's, like that's only like an hour out of your day. So you you could Yeah, I know, that. I know. But you know, you could do that at um there, you could do it at concerts. I'd probably sit like if someone was at a library or something, I'd sit next to them and every time they go to like turn the page over, I'd just be like stand like sitting there blowing it back. Like doing the whole <laughs> like making the page turn back so they couldn't read the page. So basically, um, you just use your power for evil. That's that's all I'm. I, I would terrorize Greater <laughs> Sydney. Absolutely. 
Um, and then I don't know. I I. I I think I would sneak onto a plane. It only has to be a domestic one because it's for a date, right? Yep. I would sneak onto a plane and sneak into the cockpit and just sit there. I wouldn't fuck around with anything. I'm not talking terrorism or anything like that. Well, you can still die. (laughs) Yeah, but but what I'm saying is, like, I would just sit there and and watch, watch something like that. It's not very imaginative, I know, but, like, it doesn't take much to entertain me. So question number four mm-hmm. sort of relates. If you could sit next to anyone on a plane, who would you choose? Dead Dolly Parton. Okay. Without any question. The woman is actually a, a substantially intelligent woman. And she's lived a life. I mean, she's in her 80s. Like she's been through it all and she's been sexually harassed and all of that. I just want to sit there and have a conversation with her. The other option, which is the sentimental one, would be my grandmother. But I'm not going sentimental because I just told everybody that I was going to fuck up the Sydney Symphony Orchestra. So I'm going to go with Dolly Parton. Yeah. Okay. And then number five, what is your toxic trait? And you know what I thought about mine um, when I thought of this question? And my toxic trait is when my husband sleep talks to me, I try and make him say another woman's name. (laughs) (laughs) Just Just so that if he does, I can wake him up and be really mad at him. (laughs) <laughs> toxic trait I don't know I it's I mean I'm a recovering gambling addict and shit like is I mean what could be more toxic than almost ruining yourself and your your family and everything financially I don't know. Right. Do do you think I have one? Mm. Not that I can think of. I have a tendency to be I I tell everybody that I have the um intellectual capacity of a 15-year-old sometimes when I muck around and whatnot and I think sometimes I may do it in the wrong arena. But I think that- that's also a Self-defense mechanism. Yeah, that that's it. That's a coping mechanism. And I yeah, do that probably. too when something serious is happening. I'll generally make a joke about it mm. um, just to sort of yeah, cope, I guess. I just don't like to take anything too seriously if I don't have to because, like, I've lived my life. I've lived a life. I've done my fair share of bullshit and seen fair share of bullshit and stuff and, you know. I have to take my job seriously. I don't want to have to take my whole life seriously. Fuck off. I just, okay, that's, that's my, that was my question. Mm. I just want to go back to I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. Before you do, before we yeah. do, I got reminded of um incident with Deirdre in hospital. Oh, yeah. Yep. So the young nurse, Jared, who is a sweetheart, is talking to her just to appease her because she was wanting fucking Channel 7 and when he was flicking through, he was talking to her. And um, she said something about God and he goes, oh, do you, are you Christian? And she said, yeah. And he goes, do you pray? And she said, I pray every night before I go to sleep. And she goes, I'm a good Christian woman with good Christian fundamentals. And Jared copped a side eye at me and I just looked at her and went, oh. Whoops, wrong room. <laughs> uh, what 
why do we tell her that I'm of the homosexuals? <laughs> Don't think it was the uh, accepting Christian variety either. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, sorry. Uh, you were saying uh, I'm a celebrity. So they released an article today about the incident between Carrie Ann and Dom. I told you there was some stuff that was yeah. said that shouldn't have been said Which, and was probably edited out. Of like course she there dropped was going the C bomb. Yeah. So she called Dicko, her a C bomb. Dicko came out and said he said, I wasn't expecting it. Carrie Ann wasn't expecting it. And I'm not condoning that sort of foul mouth behavior. But if it was going to rear its ugly head, I'm just glad I was there. It was bloody fantastic. Let's do it in a British accent. And the best thing was it had nothing to do with me, so I couldn't get cancelled. And then he wrote, and then he said, um, he got the figurehead of the old guard on one side and on the other side of the table was the upstarts. The peasants were revolting in more ways than one and they were banging on the gates and saying, we no longer require the gatekeepers to let us in. I've got 500,000 Instagram followers. I can earn my own money and I don't need to be talked down to the likes of you. And Dom went from naught to gremlin in five seconds. Dicko also reveals that viewers didn't get to see everything that went down during the fight and claims Dom called Carrie-Anne a C-word. Yeah. Obviously they put that, they couldn't put that to air on Sunday night, but I'm certainly not going to take it to the grave. It was fucking spectacular, he says. I wasn't expecting it and blah, 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 blah. So I don't condone what Dom said. I understand because it would have been frustrating, but I don't condone. No. And what makes it worse is it's a woman calling another woman that. Yeah. yeah. Especially like like how, as Carrie Ann, how do you respond to that? Like you don't. You get to the camp first and create your own narrative. That's exactly. what you do. Exactly. That's exactly what you do. Yeah. But yeah. I don't want to retract what I said on last episode. I think was it last episode of this? I don't know. Whatever. I don't want to retract what I said because I still believe that Carrie Ann was being a snooty little fucking brat. Yeah. But no one deserves to be called that word, especially when they're being abused while it's happening. Like it's just not on. I agree. Like I don't, I also don't believe that just because Carrie Ann's been in the business for so long that she immediately gets my respect. That's not how it works. I'm sorry. And that's, and that, and that's fair enough. But what it was was, it was the personification of two self-entitled people. Yeah. But that's, that's it, it was the clashing of heads. It was two people who believed that the whole world revolved around them clashing. Mm-hmm. And I, you wouldn't have seen Married at First Sight with Domenica, but she was heavily bullied by one of the girls in the show. So um, she, she turns around on the next TV show, she goes on and does it herself? Basically, that's what I saw was happening, correct. So she was walking around the embodiment of two wrongs definitely not making a right. Uh, Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, I don't think Dom should be vilified for it just because we don't know what your mental state is. You don't have any food. You are trying to win stars for your camp. Like, the pressure them to do stuff like that because you're hungry mm. i know when i'm hungry i get mad i need to, I need to eat 
let's move on to your pancreas this week. Ew, my pancreas. Ew, my pancreas. I don't know if we've covered this or not, but it's when you're standing at, um, let's just say the food court of a shopping center mm-hmm. or a Macca's or a KFC or whatever, and you're standing back in line and the person in front of you has been standing in a line. They walked in a split second before you did. And they stand there and stand there and stand there and they finally get served. And when they go, what can I get you? They have to stare at the board to figure out what they want to eat. You've had all of that time, pal. I still you, feel I do that. <laughs> you are on par with the person who you're standing at the bus stop. You're waiting for your bus to turn up, right? You get on the bus and the person in front of you has to take their purse or wallet out of their bag, riffle through it so they can find their bloody Opal card to swipe on. You've been standing at the bus stop for 10 minutes. Get the shit ready. Know your shit when you go to KFC and Maccas and all of that. You should know what you want. You went to that place to eat. And nine times out of ten, they order the same thing they've same ordered. Same thing every <laughs> single time. A three fucking piece feed or what, you know, a large Big Mac meal with a Diet Coke because the Diet Coke's going to make it healthy. <laughs> you know, get your shit together. You're wasting my time too. I already know what I want. <laughs> and I have something in preparation for if they go, we've run out of that. Or I happen to be there in the 22 hours that they're always cleaning the shake machine. <laughs> you know what I mean? You sit. Get your shit together. Know your order. Fucking write it down. They do it in the fucking drive throughs too. Or there's like 20 cars in the drive through and you see mum and her three kids in the car in front and they get up there and they go, oh, can we take your order, please? And they go, oh, yeah, what do your kids want? Know your shit. What about you? Um, shopping center related. Um, so I went, oh, sort of like just shops in general. So I went mm. to get my bloods done the other day. Um, toxic trait of mine, never get my blood somewhere I'm supposed to. I've had this thing for about two months now. Anyway, and it said on the front, there was an elderly man standing out the front of the blood place, and it said on the front of the, of the um, sorry, slightly door, um, mm. back in 20 minutes. From when? From when? From when? 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 Like, fair enough, have you got a little clock there? It says, I'll be back at this time. When you when you go up to a shop and it says, back in 20 minutes, back in 30 minutes, from, from when? Put a time. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to be standing here for 18 minutes. I don't know if I'm going to be standing here for two minutes. Lucky it was only about three minutes. So it was 17 minutes prior. To yeah, but, I was there. So, but then I'd be having a go at them because when they turn up, you'd be like, right, fuck you. And you go like this, you go, I've been waiting for 20 minutes. And, and when they was... go, I'll be back in 20 minutes. You go, yeah, but when is it from? Yeah. And also, actually it happened to me twice. I went to go get my um, eyebrows done. And mm. walk past the shop back in 30 minutes. I'm like, from when? Ooh. Put a clock there. Put back in, back at this time. doesn't have to be 20 minutes. I don't care how long your break is. Back at what time? 
I'd even or be happy with shop management. I'd be, I'd, I'd even be happy with a sign that just says like BBL. Be back later. Be back later. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Shan't, shan't be long. <laughs> Communication, people. It's important. Anyway, not a big one, but that that was my my thing. Hmm. We need some end one for the pancreas burst. Pancreas bursted. So we do have news. Besides the booth, which you already know about, we actually have a website, which we will launch on Tuesday, I guess, when this episode gets released. Sure. It doesn't really matter. It's It's got stuff on it, and I will add more to it. I was just trying to get the merch sorted. Um, I'm going to put I'm put heaps of stuff on there as well. I'll start doing it. It's just very tedious. It's very boring. I have to get motivated to do it. But, yeah, so we'll launch that when this episode gets released um www.dragmeout.com.au we bought that ourselves two years yep yep well done and so yeah it's got uh, the merch site will take you to a different site because that's just how it works um you can buy blankets and shirts and a few little little tidbits Little bits and pieces. Little bits and pieces. Yeah. Little bit of something, something. I really, actually, I want to buy the drag. It's not a crime. Is that too political to wear to drag expo? I kind of want to wear it. It's not political. Well, kind of is, isn't it? I, well, it's 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 not like it's political against the drag queens. It's in their favor. No, no, I know. I just didn't like want to be. But yeah, I kind of I kind of want to buy one so I can wear it at drag expo. But yeah. We interrupt this broadcast for Cass's Conspiracy Corner. Let me tell you something. What I did this week was I didn't actually stick to a conspiracy as such. Mm -hmm. In honour of it being All Stars 8, Mm -hmm. I did my top eight conspiracy theories. Right, okay. Okay. So these are in no particular order, but these are the top eight of one website that I found in particular. Mm-hmm. Uh, the JFK assassination. My favourite. Yes, come on. In 1963. It's my favourite too. I studied it in high school. Two years after he was assassinated. I just made the joke for you. Um, <laughs> you know, was it the CIA? Was it the Cubans? Was it Lyndon Baines Johnson? The moon landing, 1969. Oh, God, yeah. Did they actually land on the moon or was it recorded in a soundstage in Hollywood? Look, they probably did land on the moon, but then they didn't have the footage of it and had to recreate it. But anyway, go on. All right. Was Princess Diana murdered in 1997? Or is she still alive? Is that what you're trying to say? No. No, 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 no. Oh, murdered. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I already, yeah, she was murdered. Anyway, next. And did the royal family do it? Oh, yeah, for sure. Next. Okay. And obviously the alien stories of Roswell, New Mexico, Area 51. Let me just, let me just put this question out there to all you non-believers. Do you think that in a galaxy that we have not even explored like one percent of that we are the only planet that can support life 
It's pretty selfish of us to think that we're the only ones. They fly over us and go, you guys are fucked, and then keep going. They don't care. You're destroying yourselves. You don't need us to destroy nah. you. Like, carry on. Yep, carry on. They sent Elon Musk down here to help us fix it out a little bit. Oh, but... don't even start with that dude. Oh, he's definitely an alien for sure. He's a fu- he's a fucking fruit jar, a fruit loop. Okay, he was raised so... on a different planet. But anyway, go on. Uh, nine eleven. There were bombs planted in the buildings. Apparently, uh, according to a lot of conspiracy theorists, that, that the jet fuel and the raging fire from that was not enough to weaken the metal in the buildings to bring the towers down. The the government actually placed bombs in the building to be detonated upon impact. Oh, okay. stretch. Yeah, go on. Uh, and then there's the ever popular uh, 5G is behind COVID. That's just ridiculous. Yep. It goes alongside flat earthers. Go on. The earth is flat. That was my next one. (laughs) That's not a conspiracy theory. That is just pure stupidity. Mm -hmm. When Christopher Columbus set sail to see if there was an edge of the world, how did he find a country? He would have gone off at some point. Oh, yeah, he fell off. See ya. Bye. He fell fell off into the arms of the United States. Well, that was hell on earth anyway. Now, the big one. 1981, AIDS was created by the CIA to wipe out homosexuals and African-Americans. Look, I wouldn't put it past them. I wouldn't either, but those are the top eight conspiracy theories according to some science magazine. I don't really think that they can be called conspiracy theories because most of them are true. Um, Like they come out of something. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like mermaids existing. They come out of something. There's footage of something. I've seen some interesting footage that proves that there's mermaids. And the same thing with the ocean. We've only discovered, I think, like under 10% of it. Mm-hmm. Like people just need to open up their eyes a bit more, I feel. Also, My Octopus Teacher, very interesting documentary. That was a good documentary. Yeah. Yeah. And octopus are definitely aliens. Like 100%. So I'm a firm believer in that. I don't care. Call me crazy. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, top eight conspiracy theories. A little bit of something in there for everybody, don't you think? That's good. I like it. Yeah. I like a good conspiracy theory. I do too. I'm I like to create swayed. them too. I like to create them too. That's fair enough, yeah. I haven't created any on this podcast yet. I'm I'm waiting for something to pop up where I go, how can we uh, twist that around and convince the greater population, our tens of dozens of viewers and listeners, mm. that it could be true? What do we have to the do? more you know. The more you know. Shooting star. So now, and shooting star. So we're going to talk about Expo. Yay. It's so close. It is four weekends from now. So close. Because so close. Uh, it was the 21st yesterday, which is exactly one month before Mob of Day. So we're located so far because he said it could change. It might not, but it could. 
mm-hmm. are located directly opposite the VIP lounge. Mm-hmm. Yes, they've got a VIP lounge. They know how to treat mm-hmm. their VIPs. So I or think... Sydney do. Yeah. Well, I think, well, Sydney and Melbourne are run by the same people. So I think they learnt... I think so. From last one, which is not their fault because a lot of things changed last minute. And yeah. we already discussed that in the early episodes of how we felt about being VIPs, but we're trying it again. Hopefully it uh, works out for us this time. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so we're located opposite the VIP lounge. We're going to just be chatting with people, basically. Mm-hmm. We're going to try and post content as we go. We don't know. We don't hold us. We this is our first expo, so we're learning as well of mm-hmm. what we are going to be capable of doing. Um, and, yes, basically we're just going to film every hour or every couple hours, you know, uh, queens, anyone, come talk to us, have a yep. chat. Yep. We're going to do, we're going to do, we, I think we've decided on the two. So, okay, this is what I was going to talk to you about. So we can do the separate merch raffles because we mm-hmm. have enough stuff for two boxes of stuff. Yep. Um, that's going to be the free raffle. So yep. come up to us, you scan our QR codes, give us a follow, we'll give you a ticket, put your number on it, chuck it in the box. We'll pull out the raffle at the end of the day, give you a call, send you a text message, whatever yep. it is. You either come pick it up that day um, or you come pick it up uh, the following day. Um, yep. And then on the Sunday, we'll do the same thing with a different one. Now with the other one, which is going to charity, um, so yep. it'll be five or ten dollars depending on how big it is. Mm-hmm. I think that maybe we make it a big one and then just do it over the two days. We yep. draw it in the second day. We can make it huge. Yeah. So, but then the other thing that I'm worried about is people who've come from Melbourne. Exactly. So I'd, I. Let's find know. out what we get first. Yeah. So we're that's, um, and. That's, so it'll definitely be like um, we'll donate proceeds to charity for that one um, and just sort of uh, work out what we're going to do. Still working out the kinks where people are donating stuff. I have friends that's um, doing a really beautiful painting, which is actually quite big. So we're also going to have Ivana, Ivana yep. Kebab, Ego, Ulrich, uh, Shazza Stone. They're all going to be popping in and out of our booth, mainly just using us to drop their stuff off, but also uh, in the chat. It's also not 100% confirmed, but we could be having uh, Pomara 5th. Oh, Pomara, yes. Yeah, Pomara 5th uh, coming in. Um, we're going to try and hit up as many queens as possible um, without having to buy meet and greets. Um, and, yeah, we're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to be recording, so just come over and say hi. Um, we, we'll have uh, Shazza and Ego doing roaming stuff. Yep. Um, and then they'll spend some time at the booth if you want to come meet them. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll have their little headshots as well. Um, and, mm. yeah, have we left anything out? Not that I can think of. Um. We're not only just going to talk to queens, we're going to talk to other people who are around. Yeah, anyone. Yeah, anyone just come over and say hi. Tell us your Come experience. over and say hi. If you've got a product that you want us to flog, flog, come over, have a talk to us. Give us some of the product so we can try it to see if it's deemable because we tried it. 
with the hero huggers and that's why mm. we flog it all the time but you know give us some free stuff we give you some free advertising yeah but what we're going to do is before we move into the final part we're just going to say that we are actually going to have a break from filming for a couple of weeks so we can get we too can get ourselves organized for expo um and then what we will do is we will start recording again from week one of all stars eight so the around the 13th yep. the week before so now we move on to seeing as how this is actually going to be special for you because you don't know and i know we can talk about the cast of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars Season 8. The cast of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 8 All-Stars. I believe this may be in alphabetical order. Okay. Okay. So from Season 9, hmm. Alexis Michelle. I've only got my tail. Remember, she painted, remember when she painted herself green? No. Anyway, she was on. the Broadway queen. She did Liza in Snatch Game and won. I think I was actually going to do her for what she done be doing. Well, she what she done be doing is season eight of All Stars. I don't have to do that now. All oh right. yeah, I got it. I got it. Yep. Yep. Okay. So from season six, Bianca Del Rio season, dip your toes into the cool waters of Darien Lake. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Who has lost a fucking shit ton yeah, of weight? Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. I always thought she had a beautiful face anyway, but like you, she's a spectacular now. And the third one is season 12's Heidi in Closet. I love Heidi. Yep. She's in it. And Alexis Michelle's season nine sister, James Mansfield. The pork chop of season nine. Um. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Who incidentally does Trixie Mattel's wigs? Okay. Yep. Then we've got an old one, as in old season, from season two. Ooh, Jessica Wilde. Okay. Yep. I know Jessica Wilde. What is it? The memoirs of a golden child. When they had to write their own book title. That was a while ago, but yep. Mm -hmm. So from Canada season one and UK versus the world season one, Jimbo. I like Jimbo. Yep. Season 11, we have Kahana Montrese, Coco's drag daughter. Right. Yep. Bit of a quiet one in season 11 she was. Then... Everyone was expecting this one. It's season 13, Candy Muse. Mm, okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. Season 13, placed 10th and got the golden boot, La La Ree. Then from season five, which was Jinx's season, Monica Beverly Hills, who came out as a trans woman in season five. Okay. Yep. Looks great. When they had the, the the showing who the queens were, she looks so good. Uh, and then this one makes me feel so much better because she's actually a good friend of Darian Lake. Season seven's Mrs. Kasha Davis. Yay, Mrs. Kasha. 
This is Kasha and Darian, like, just hanging over in the corner, like, two old slags bitching about everybody. I can't wait for it. I did have a, a comment that on Kasha, Mrs. Kasha Davis, she was, like, running towards a casino in her, like, old lady outfit. I can't mm-hmm. remember what I commented, but she answered. <laughs> she likes it. Like, she's very much into her own social media. No one else does it but her. Yeah, but she's like she's liked a couple of comments that I've made and stuff. And if you tag her in something that's good, she like comes back with a thank you. She's great. And then finally, we have from season eight, my new crush, boy crush, Nasha Lopez. Okay, who is also the host of Roscoe's. Yes, mm-hmm. I have heard that name. Uh huh. So. Hopefully they do what they did with All Star Seven and keep them all, and just do a. Yeah, I like to kind of see them all hash it out. Well, I do too, and part of the reason is you know, obviously they're being brought back for a reason, and that is because fans like them and wanted to see more of them. You can't give the fans what they want and then take it away in the same breath. Mm. You know, um, so I'm um, hopefully that they do it that way. Uh, like they do with All Star Seven, because I actually, and part of the reason why it was such a great season is because you, the, the dynamic was from day one and stayed all the way to the end. Mm. The the laughter, the mucking around, all like the the talking, all of that. It wasn't like, oh, it's one less queen to worry about talking to and all of this other stuff. So you know what I mean. Um, so very looking forward to it. So we just want to thank everybody for watching and listening. Don't forget to hit like and subscribe and hit the little bell for notification. Uh, If you're listening to us on a streaming uh, podcast service, uh, please give us a five-star review, uh, five stars and leave a review. Anybody who uh, is interested on coming on the podcast, especially during Expo and you're going to be at Expo, uh, hit us up in DMs. And we'll be able to uh, organize to have you come over to the booth and we can just talk shit, shoot shit, you know. Um, Getting very excited. Getting excited. Uh, Nothing uh, overly funny in this episode. Hayley, you got anything? I thought T-shirt gate was pretty funny. Anyway, T-shirt gate was sweet. It was cute. It was very, very cute. Um, no, I got nothing. I'm not. No? No. Um, the earth isn't flat. That's what I got. It's not flat. It's not flat. Anybody who stands on the top of Mount Everest can actually tell you that the earth is not flat. Also, if you follow us and you don't agree with that, that's fine. Just unfollow. That's fine. I'm so I'm totally happy with not having flat earthers on here listening. It's completely yeah. fine with me. Yeah. Um, you can more than happy for you to unsubscribe and go walk to the end of the earth. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Um, yeah, so no pearls of wisdom or anything like that. No, not not this week. Just don't have it in me. Okay. Okay. Uh, what I will say is Vale Dame Edna Everidge. What does that mean? Vale means rest in peace. It's like you died. Sorry about it. Um, Barry Humphreys is Barry Humphreys, but it, the character that is Dame Edna Everidge has died. 
Bali. And thank you, everyone. And we'll see you in a couple of weeks' time for episode one of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars Season 8. And then we'll be doing some podcasty, boofy shit. And we'll be seeing you and talking to you then. And you know what? Just, like, send us a message or something, man. Like, let us know this. Can someone please let us know that you exist? Mm -hmm. We just want to say thank you and goodbye to everybody. And we'll see you very soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Ah. Bum, 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 bum.